got stuff to do. You, the listener, have stuff to do. Matt has stuff to do. Let's make this a quickie. Quick operation. In and out. Under 20 minutes. What the hell? Let's do this. Under 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Man, man. Yep. All right. What movie are we talking? Well, it uh, depends where you're from. Well, I'm from here. So what are we calling it? Uh, Dead Alive, I guess. Who directed it? Uh, Peter Jackson. Who's in it? Uh, this guy named Timothy Baum. Yeah, who these else? guys are unknowns. I don't know these guys. Oh, yeah. They're Kiwis, so they didn't make it to the <laughs> big time. Obviously, uh, I th- like I don't know the pe- like Kiwis and Aussies. They need help. They're going to hell, plain and simple. H e double hockey sticks. There's just there's just something that said doesn't sit right about that folk from that area of the world. There's just Bugger that. Oi, and, uh, yeah. Love the queen, yeah? Yeah, oi, governor. Hey, I'm walking here, yeah? <laughs> hey, yo. It's just, you know, whatever. Enough of the jokes. Let's get on with the show. What <laughs> is the plot of the movie? You give me, you give it the render. You've seen it more than me. Basically, they go to Skull Island. Yeah, that one, probably. The other thing. <laughs> And uh, which is which is funny because then later he did King Kong. Yeah, the piece of shit King Kong movie. Hey, some people where like the it. green screen is so horrendously bad. It's got Jack Black. It's, it's got Jack Black. It's got King Kong. It's got Skull Island. King Kong. These are things I know. Remember when King Kong is like skating on the ice rink and he's dancing? It's a nice little scene before King Kong gets shot and killed by the. Brr, brr, brr. Anyways, I go to Skull Island. There is this thing called the Rat Monkey. Uh, it's basically this little guy. It's basically a, a rat monkey. <laughs> basically a rat monkey. Think of a rat and then give it some monkey features and then mix Red Skull in with it. And that is the Samar- Sumatran, Samaritan, whatever. whatever, rat monkey. So, supposedly this big rat from a slave ship that came to... Skull Island. Had sex with the monkey. It raped a bunch of monkeys, which I don't... That doesn't really make... All right, point point off for this film. That doesn't make any sense. They're not biologically compatible. <laughs> Maybe they made a hybrid. No, not possible. And you what? Know what? And you know what? That red monkey, he looks pretty good. Yeah, I like. I love that stop-motion aesthetic of... Uh... Like and the famous chessboard in Star Wars, like that sort of stop motion, yeah. I love, and that's sort of the same kind of bit. It's missing a couple of frames, but it gets the job done. <laughs> missing a couple of frames. Yeah. All right. So they get this monkey. So these guys get this monkey from Skull Island for a zoo, and then it accidentally bites the guy, the main guy, and then no, it bites his mom. No, 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 no. Bites the main. Zoo guy getting the monkey, oh, yeah, and then yeah. he's like, "Oh, you've been bit," and we don't know what that means. But then they start hacking off his limbs, and then it, it, they notice that it's also bit his head, so they chop off his head, and then we get the uh, title card. But yeah, but the movie follows this guy named Lionel. He's just a mama's boy. He's a bit of a dweeb, a bit of a yeah, little baby boy, and he's got a sweater vest on all the time, and he says. Mom, are you all, you all right, Mom? I Mommy! Can't, I can't do an accent. Mommy! 
Uh, and then there's a typical... I should say this is a horror comedy movie, so there's a typical, ooh, weird gypsy family, gypsy time, they do weird gypsy things, and the girl, her name's Barita, or... Barita. <laughs> Taquito. Paquita. Paquita. Paquita Maria Hakuna, Paquita Matata. <laughs> and then the mom reads her cards, and she's like, oh, you're going to fall in love with the boy... And then she fills in the Lionel. Anyways, they go on a date to a zoo. His mom, who's very protective of him, spies on them and accidentally gets bit by the rat monkey. And then she stomps on its head repeatedly, popping his eyeballs out. Pretty gruesome. <laughs> this woman has no chill, as the kids say. Bad she, vibes. One bite and she just stomps this guy's brains out. Like, what? What the hell? If I was bit bit by the rat monkey, I don't think I would be affected uh, by it. You're built different? I'm built different. I wouldn't be affected by it, but I wouldn't be pissed. I would just kind of, I would, you know, chill with it. I got a question. Why did these guys who know that it turns people into zombies bring it to the zoo anyway? How much money was the zoo offering for well, this monkey? But that's the thing that's just funny, is that like this zoo is pulling this secret op of <laughs> getting a monkey from another uh, country and some random zoo in New Zealand. Yeah, that yeah, I guess I guess that makes sense. But you'd think they'd be like, hey, uh, just so you know, if it bites you. You gotta cut your arm off. Well, no one was around to tell them that. But those guys brought the monkey back. Brought it back to a plane, which then took it to the zoo. Yeah, but they didn't tell the guys, like, hey, no. you should... That's just... They sold their soul, basically. That's... Yeah, For, what, that's $17? Irresponsible. For a McTravis Scott meal? <laughs> Can I get a McTravis Scott burger on the side, please? Yeah, extra epic sauce. And so that's where the movie kind of goes from. Uh, Lionel then takes care of his mom, who's falling apart. Um, Literally. There's a, yeah, there's a scene where her ear falls off into a custard, and then she just eats the ear with the soupy custard. And the movie basically is just a gross-o movie. It's really an yeah. effects showpiece. Um, and I think it succeeds at that part. All the effects in this movie are great. Like, some of the stuff, it's like, oh, God, how did they do that? There are a few parts where, like, I'm. they must have used animatronics because... Yeah, they definitely did. Like, yeah. For example, towards the end of the film, spoilers, uh, the mother mutates into this giant creature. That had to be, like... Well, I guess it could have been a suit or some sort, but I think it was just, like, a Jurassic Park. Yeah, they probably had strings on it or something. Yeah, so there is some good animatronic work. Uh, the rat monkey was stop motion, mm -hmm. but then they also just have a lot of animatronics for the zombie pieces, mm -hmm. like uh, just like the heads moving by themselves. There's a lot of dismemberment in this film. Yeah, this one is not for the squeamish. It's kind of gross, actually. Kind of reminded me of. Well, uh, they're different movies, but still, uh, they live or not? They live. Fuck the thing. I I feel like I've done that on the show before. Where <laughs> Wait, confused them? Yeah, I don't know why, but the thing, um, where lots of gross out special effects show pieces, and then the big reveal at the end, where the big creature pops through the floorboards, and it's like ah, and you get one final big gross out scene. Uh, that's, I mean, that's the only comparison I can draw, but I, watching it, I was like, okay, I see Evil Dead influence and, like, Romero influence on this yeah. heavily. Um, 
just like because it came out in 92 and i know evil dead 2 came out in 84 so evil dead 1 must have came out in uh, 1980 it was at 80 and then i mean night of the living dead was 68 and then dawn of the dead was 78 so yeah, I was probably influenced by those movies. I bet I'm sure because I mean this it's a very it's this is a pretty classic zombie movie in that there's an infection and there's big hordes everywhere. People getting eaten all the time, mm-hmm. and you have in the center of it all Lionel and Paquita. I guess are the two main characters. Let's talk about the characters in this movie. Sure. Um, the main cast, I guess you could say, is about four people. Mm-hmm. You got Paquita, she's just, you know, just your regular average girl who works at her grandparents' shop. Yeah. Uh, basically, her whole thing is that she likes Lionel because a deck of cards told her that. Tarot she, cards. Can you, can you believe this? <laughs> People letting these video games and such decide their lives it's no better with these tarot cards and stuff man movies have become too gross they've become too violent for (laughs) family audiences and because of this we need to fight back against the degenerate styles of filmmaking of course and you know what um paquita as a character her performance is fine she's kind of whatever the thing with this movie is that the characters aren't exactly complex. This nope. isn't Dawn of the Dead. Nah. Lionel's whole thing is that he just wide-eyed the entire film, going, "Oh, mummy!" <laughs> and they sh- it's kind of and and you know it's it he does an admirable job, especially in terms of comedic performances, because this is also a, a slapstick comedy film, mm-hmm. I suppose. Uh, and he pulls it off pretty well as like the hapless protagonist who's just stumbling about all the time. He kind of reminds me. He reminds me of George McFly in Back to the first Back to the Future. George McFly, like Marty's dad. Oh, okay. And his uncle, Le- and uh, his uncle Les reminds me of Biff. Kind of reminds <laughs> yeah. me of Biff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Back to the Future, maybe some Back to the Future influence here too. I think the Uncle Les is my favorite character because he's just such a caricature. Yeah. He's just like this big, fat, greedy man. Of course, he's balding and he's got a toupee and there's that big reveal where it's like, oh, oh, he's bald and he has a urinary problem. <laughs> he's he got, can beat. He's got, he's got a, yeah, he's got a tract infection. It's, it's <laughs> taking him like five minutes to get the pee out. He's just a classic, dirty, slimy character. And of course, he gets his comeuppance later on in the film. Film. But he's uh, actually pretty decent as like a basic antagonist besides the zombie hordes in this film. Yeah. He was the most enjoyable part. I want to spin off with him uh, where we see how he came to be the man he is today. Yeah, I hope we have an origin movie for him. Yeah, Uncle Les's. Uncle Les. Big beginning. day. Uncle Les's big day. <laughs> big day off. <laughs> uh, that's about it for. Oh, and then there's Vera. Who is like, which is the Lionel's mother and Les's sister, um, who is, uh, I feel like, you know what, I've seen this character so many times before, and I feel like we've seen it in like two or three movies. Harold, it kind of reminded me of the mom and Harold and Maude, just like this overbearing mother figure that's like, 
Lionel, you have to wipe your poo out. You have this is the English way. You have to do things proper. And she's just kind of mean to him. She's um, like, oh, there's an inch of dust on here, and there's nothing. And mean it, mow the lawn, do it again. <laughs> and she and she's like, ah, you're dealing around with a foreign girl. This that's lad. Disgusting, unbelievable miscegenation. <laughs> it's uh, she's pretty, she's pretty solid. And then, I guess I don't know. I I probably give props to whoever does, whoever's. If she, I wonder if it's the same actress playing her when she's just like totally disfigured. Probably not. Ted Raimi did a lot of like uh, the Deadites in Evil Dead One. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense because I guess. Uh, I mean, not that she couldn't do it herself, but it it would seem odd for her to have like all this shit coming out and <laughs> all this being drenched in goop. Although nobody's really spared from that in this movie. No, they use like oh, I forget what the figure was, but just like a ton, like gallons and gallons of fake blood in this movie. It's like it's so much. Like you think that at a, at a point you're like it gets gory and you're like, all right, that was pretty cool. That's just the tip of the iceberg. They just like they're tons of fake blood yeah tons of fake guts so many interesting cool kills uh there's like people getting punched through the back of the head like coming out their mouth yeah people babies going into people ripping them open from the inside and then like wearing their face uh there's one where this woman like slams her head back into a light bulb and then the light bulb is in her head making her head glow like all glowy yeah and I don't know, they do a lot of creative stuff with the special effects. And kudos to them because, I mean, while this movie's gory, it's 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 gory in a pretty creative way. It's not just like a song movie where it's like, chop my penis off. Oh, oh, come, come, oh, there's common blood everywhere. Oh, my God. It's... That's not to say tasteful, but it's, uh, it's always at least entertaining or funny, if mm -hmm. not a little bit uh, off-putting. Uh, they even have like this weird, like this dude's guts comes alive by yep. itself. The intestines, stuff. it's fucking disgusting. It's got like a sphincter at the <laughs> end. It's gross as hell, but it's pretty enjoyable all the way through. Uh, it's almost like a parody of like the excessively gory film, but I guess that wasn't really a thing at the time. Ninety two. I mean, Saw came out in ninety one or was it ninety nine? I think it was late nineties. Okay. I mean, either way, I guess you could say that uh, you know it's kind of. I mean, I have. You know what? I've yet to see the thing, but I assume you I, haven't. I have not seen the thing. Neither of them. No. Nor the video game. No. Oh my god. I'm sorry, sir. That'll have to come up uh, this month, I guess. Are you even a kinophile? <laughs> I'm just not uh, that well versed in the Carpenter stuff. I've only seen. Halloween and They Live, but those are good movies. What about uh, Big Trouble in Little China? Oh, I saw that too. Yeah. Okay, so I've seen a few of his movies, <laughs> but uh, I'm getting there, okay? I can't watch every movie. I got things to do. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, me too, so let's keep going with this show. <laughs> uh, you know what? Overall, the movie is pretty... It's a pretty solid flick. It's entertaining all the way throughout. There's a couple moments here and there where it kind of feels like, all right, you know. 
how many more zombies do we need to kill to get to the climax here? That's my thing with the two, is that, like, I know it's supposed to be a horror comedy, but maybe just, like, a bit more of a thicker story or another character or something? It's pretty basic in that regard. It yeah. kind of just, like, have a couple... It has characters, they have personalities. They kind of try to add depth to the story with this... <laughs> with this uh, plot line they have where Lionel has trauma because supposedly his father died when he was younger trying to save him from drowning. He got washed out to sea. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that features like early on in the film, and then that kind of goes away for a while until the end of the film. And the climax in which Lionel has killed almost all the zombies in the house with a lawnmower, uh, and him and Paquita reunite. But then through the floorboards, his mother, who has been mutated from by animal animal stimulant poison, yeah, uh, that Lionel injected to put her to sleep, um, she becomes this huge, gross. She looks like a creature from the wall. Yeah, with her like exaggerated. She's got like these huge, huge breasts, huge breasts. She got like this huge belly. <laughs> she looks like a gremlin. Yeah, it's pretty disgusting. You find out. Uh, well, and earlier, earlier when during this party sequence in which Uncle Les has blackmailed Lionel into letting him have the house, because Vera forgot to put him in the will. Yeah, he just forgot, uh, and he says, "If you don't let me have the house and all the money, I'm gonna tell, the, I'm gonna call the police and tell them that you killed everybody." Yeah. Um. You find out after he sorts through some chests. That the twist is that his mother is that his father wasn't actually didn't actually drown. His mother found his father and her, his lover, a legitimate lover, um, at home, and then she just drowned them both in the bathtub. I don't really know how she managed to drown both of those people in the bathtub. Didn't really make I, sense. Yeah, <laughs> like she fought the dude, like the dad, into the tub. She and just Batman his ass and then said, "Now talk, now talk." Um, and then also she just had Lionel sitting there next to her watching it. <laughs> she makes no sense. It just doesn't really. My problem with the twist is that it doesn't really add anything to the story. The only thing, as I was meant, as I mentioned to you before, is that it just makes you. Like not sympathize with the mother, but I yeah. mean, we're kind of past that point when they've she's been like a zombie for half the movie, so you know. And she's a huge creature. Like, what is he gonna do? Not not hurt her? Like, I wouldn't really feel bad if he took her out that way. I don't think I don't think that's the best way to go on. Yeah, that that was silly. And one thing that I really didn't like upon rewatch is that there are a few scenes where there's almost like a main character there's this little baby the oh we did talk about one of my favorite scenes uh the baby there's a zombie baby who was birthed by this zombie nurse who had sex with a zombie priest um the zombie priest before he was a zombie he's just a regular priest uh and lionel's at the father magruder yeah he's at the at the cemetery where they buried his mom, or what was left of her, really. And he's trying to dig her up. And then these typical, like, leather jackets, snappy... Uh, greaser types. Greaser types come up and, like, digging up a stiff, are you, weirdo? And then they, you know, kick the shit out of him. And then the priest comes in, he's like, I kick ass for the Lord! And then there's this great uh, kung fu sequence where he's just kicking the shit out of these zombie greasers. It's a funny thing ever, because, like, 
he just like it it comes out of nowhere. He's like, I kick ass for the Lord, and then he's like ripping their arms off. Yeah. And he sideswipes a guy and both his legs come <laughs> off and he's just a human that's now when he's a zombie. Yeah. Like what? And then he's like kicking a guy and before he puts his foot on the ground, he like he knocks out like twenty five kicks to this guy's head. <laughs> it's a hilarious sequence. It reminds you of those kung fu films. I like parody of kung fu films. Kung they, fu hustle. Yeah, exactly. Some kung fu hustle shit. Uh, that sequence was hilarious and very delightful, thoroughly enjoyable. It doesn't make any sense, but it's the kind of thing uh, that th- I don't know. I just uh, it added a. It was a good comedic set piece, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. If that was Peter Jackson paying homage. To one of his favorite films or, or or genre films, but it was just a great inspired sequence that just happened randomly in the middle of the film. And then the father priest gets impaled by a statue. Yeah, doing the as above, so below pose. Yeah. He gets spiked through his hand. Um, so the priest and this nurse, um, who Lionel are all, is all taken care of, and uh, one of the greaser zombies too, who wasn't killed by father or fucking Jackie Chan, um, the the baby. Um, there are a few scenes where it's running, and we just see it running through the house or um, the park. But then they'll cut away, and it will be just clearly be a grown ass man dressed in a baby costume. Yeah, like like a like a little person maybe, or just yeah. a really short person. And it's like I, those were almost funny to me because it was like just watching like. Like and the size disparity between the model of the baby and yeah. the actual actor playing the baby is so hilarious that it's like it almost feels deliberate. But they I do don't qu- know. They do quick cuts on it to the point where it's like I guess that's just all they had. They needed somebody to be the baby. Yeah. Instead of an animatronic, I guess that would have been tough. But mm-hmm. it's uh, <laughs> it's funny. The baby as a character throughout the movie has just like this kind of gremlin that goes. And then, and it just kind of wreaks havoc. Was kind of funny. It was it was very Chucky esque. Yeah, uh, just a cheeky little bugger running about killing people. There was a, like the the uncle's a stereotypical character. The Paquita gypsy family stereotype. Another good stereotype in this movie was uh, Lionel's looking for some a pain or not painkillers uh, sedatives for the zombies he's taking care of and he goes to this uh, vet's place and then there's just this Nazi doctor and he's like, do you have any sedatives? He's like, no, but I have some tranquilizer. And, oh, and he's like, my family escaped from Latvia when it was occupied. But then when he reached it for the tranquilizer, his jacket rips and he just sees the swastika armband on Yeah. Him. Would would Peter Jackson get away with that today? Yeah, why not? That's it's such a pulpy piece of uh, filmmaking. Having the Nazi doctor, it's too much. I see them in like everything. We watched a movie where they had a Nazi doctor recently, or something. I yeah. Swear to God. Yeah. I can't remember exactly what it was, but they just have that all the time. Yep. It's so easy. It's so effortless to just put it in. It's just kind of a little <laughs> moment, you know. <laughs> Classic. Um, yeah, so the the only issues I have with this movie really is that it there's so much going on, so much effects, like so many effect show pieces that like everything's so. This sounds like weird, but everything's so good, and but there's too much of it, 
where like I need something to break it up like some some other story another character or something and then there are some times where the effects would uh, namely with the baby really take me out of the movie where I go oh, that's really stupid but I think it really it, its goal was to just ha be a gory movie and that's what it is and does it well so yeah yeah so it's well done I would say that overall it's a it's a it's a pretty solid film it's entertaining throughout I mean just a touch here and there I don't think like there's a few flaws that would fix it and make it a masterpiece, mm -hmm. um, but it's 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 so solid that honestly the few complaints I have about it aren't enough to really ruin uh, my enjoyment of the film. I'm going to rating and we're gonna get out of here. Uh, I'm giving this sucker eight out of ten bags. Pretty solid movie. Good time. We'll watch it again. I'll give four out of five bags. Done. Effortless. Basically, same rating. Pretty good film. Just a couple of things here and there. Uh, next week, we are doing Sharknado. Good movie. week after that, we'll be starting our October list. Matt, what do you want to do? We had four movies. You pick. It's your picks. My, they're not my picks. They're our picks. Yeah, 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 you okay? You well, cause I picked Sharknado, so you picked the next one. Okay, let me find the four that we settled on real quick. <laughs> we'll do uh, Shaun of the Dead after. That's a good. That's a good movie, and apparent. And I looked at the Wikipedia for Brain Dead. Uh, Simon Pegg apparently took inspiration yeah. from Brain Dead yeah. for this movie, so it's a good pick. I realized, like, I noticed that as soon as I watched Shaun of the Dead, I picked that up. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty apparent. You'll see. You'll see, too, the listener, because you're going to be watching the movies. Uh, if you like the show, Instagram is Pop Podcast. <laughs> uh, if, you like the sh if you like the show, thanks. Thanks. Shoutouts to Andrew for the intro song. Yeah. Bye.